Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. So let's deep dive into career. And I want to use an analogy. Um, resetting your career is like when you reset your computer or your phone, right? When you reset your computer, how many times there's something wrong with your computer and you call the IT service at your company and they're like, just reset the computer. Just turn it off and turn it on again. Um, how many times we get frustrated because my phone is not working and we reset it, right? That doesn't mean that you're throwing it away and you're buying a new one. Resetting means that you're restoring to factory settings. You're resetting it. So it can go faster, right? So the systems, the software in your computer on your phone is working as it should. When it comes to your career, resetting means helping you restore your passions, your focus, and your ability to thrive in what you're doing. It means that helping you reset and realign with your potential. And this is something that is very close to me because I went through this recently, right? I had, I did a reset on my career and I made the decision out of that to quit my job after 13 years and start a new job in a new company. And that for me was my way of hitting that reset and realign myself with what I want in life, uh, with my goals, personal and professional, and with my potential. Um, and very important was with my lifestyle. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. So here's what I did when I did this career reset. The first thing is I really sit down and spend time answering this question. What are my professional values? I've done so many exercises over the years about what my personal values are, right? Like family and health and friendships and growth. All of those are personal values of mine. And I revisit those many times. I work on identifying them. But I had never take the time to think about what are my professional values. And I'm going to show you a list, an example of what these could be, right? Is it the benefits? Is it the salary, the income that you value in your career? Is it where do you work, the location? Is it the company that you work for that it maybe um, it's a brand that you trust or it's a company that is recognized as a Fortune 500? Is that 
a value of yours? Is that something that you value? When I talk about values, is something that you value that is important to you? Um, is it the flexibility? Is it um, the culture, the team that you work with? Is the mission of the company or maybe the opportunity to grow your career or to learn new things or to work from home or to have a good work-life balance? Or is it how the office looks and whether you have an office or you don't? Is it, um, you know, um, the opportunity to get promotions? Is it the title that drives you? Is it the opportunity to travel or not, or, or not to travel? Um, a lot of times, we don't think about what do we value in our careers? What is important to us in our careers? And this is just a list. There could be many more things that you can add to this list. But I have to be honest, I personally have not done this exercise myself on identifying what are those values? And not only what are those values, but rank them by priority. Like what is the top one, the top two, the top three? What are the top three values? Maybe everything in this page is important to you. Maybe you say, you know what? Yeah, all those apply to me. And that's great. But if you have to pick three, the top three, what would those top three or top five be, right? It can be hard to bring it down to three, but maybe it's the, sorry, the top five. What would those be? And then how do those professional values align with your personal values? A lot of times what I find is that your personal values and your professional values can contradict themselves. I'm going to put you an example. I was talking to someone the other day and, you know, he, he was asking for my advice. He's like, I don't know what to do. I got this offer from this company and it's like a huge salary increase. And, um, you know, but I am going to have to be, have to travel like 50 to 60% of my time. And I told him about this exercise and I told him, let's make two lists. Let's make a list of your personal values and let's make a list of your professional values and put them side by side, make sure that you prioritize them from the most important to the least important. So he did the exercise and we met and we look at the list. And I told him, no wonder why you don't know what to do. I'm like, your number one value professionally is income. So it does make sense that you take on that job because you're getting like a 50% increase. Like you've, it's going to take you a decade to get to that point if you stay where you are. But there's always a but. His number one personal value was family. And this job that is satisfying his professional values, right? directly contradicts to his number one personal value, which is family. He would have to travel 50 to 60% of his time, which means that he would miss all his kids' baseball games or sports. 
and he would not be there for school events or to see his kids grow. And that was his biggest fear. He's like, I want to be there for my kids. I want to be the coach on my kids' sport team. And of course, if he's traveling 50 to 60% of the time, he can do that. So no wonder what he was, why he was struggling to make that decision because his values were not aligned. And here's the thing, they don't have to be aligned. Um, you, you should not force them to be aligned, right? They are what they are. What you value is what you value. But I think it's important that you are clear on what those are because when it comes to making decisions and a lot of times compromises, having that clarity on what your values both personally and professionally are can really help you make the best decisions. The ones that are gonna bring you the biggest level of fulfillment, even if that doesn't mean the biggest level of success. The next thing that I did was an audit. And you can do this, maybe look at your calendar of next last week or this week, or maybe you wanna go a month back, or you can go the full six months back. I did it for a full year because I was really trying to get to the root of everything, right? So here's what I did. I went to my calendar. And at work, I use Outlook, so it was very easy to do. And I started to look at everything in my calendar and I color-coded every single thing in my calendar for the last year. Yeah, again, you don't have to do a full year. You can do the full six months. You can go one month back. Maybe you do a couple of weeks. I will not recommend saying just one week because that can be a really abnormal week right, in, in your job, but look at, I would say a month and look at your calendar and start color coding activities based on these two buckets. So everything that is in your calendar, would it, are those things that energize you or are things that drain your energy, right? Are you having meetings that, oh, okay. Um, I'm running low on battery. I'm gonna be right back. I'm going to make just a two-minute break. If you need to go grab some water, go to the restroom. I want to make sure that I don't run out of battery. I'll be right back. back. I'm going to connect my computer. There we go. Okay. So go back on your calendar. Maybe it's a month, maybe six months. And you pick two colors. Um, so I pick green for anything that energized me and red for anything that drained my energy. What do I mean by this? 
are the activities in your calendar things that you're looking forward to, things that excite you, things that after that meeting or after that project or after that activity, you felt like on your A game, on the top of the world, you feel really energized, fulfilled, proud, or were these projects and tasks that you were draining and procrastinating and, or you, you felt um, upset after that meeting, or you felt like frustrated, or you're like, what am I doing here? Why is this the way it is? Why people act the way they act? And you feel, you know, upset and frustrated. And I did this for myself. And I was really surprised to find out that there was a lot of red on my calendar, that there were a lot of things that were draining my energy. And I don't know about you, but I'm all about protecting my energy. Like having an energized and vibrant life, that's what I want my life to be, right? I want to live a long, healthy, vibrant, full of energy. Um, because we only live once, right? Life is short. And I think that you should be doing things that energize you. And yes, there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days. And there's going to be times that we are down and frustrated and upset. But what is the standard, right? What is the, the, the pattern here? For me, I had a lot of reds. I was frustrated. I was um, draining my energy. I was procrastinating on things. I was feeling that I left a meeting and I'm like, I was frustrated because we didn't make progress or my voice was not heard or my hands were tied on the decisions that I was able to make. And that is one of the things that prompted me from changing jobs. And now I'm not suggesting that you switch jobs after doing this exercise, but it leads you to think about what can you do to change that? How can you do more of what energizes you and less of what drains you? Because um, I, I always say to people, we spend more time at work than we spend anywhere else. And I want for me and for my friends and for my team and for you that you wake up every day feeling excited to go to work, excited to do what you do, because that's the purpose of life, I think. So one last exercise that I want to do with you, and I'm going to do this lifetime with you in this moment. So I'm going to ask you to sit down and relax and take a deep breath. Inhale and exhale. Maybe we do this three times. Really feel your lungs, hold that air and then let it go. I want you to relax. Um, if you can close your eyes, close your eyes for this exercise. You know, I, I believe that 
our careers are part of our lives, right? And I think that what we pursue is not a specific title or a salary. What we're really after is a lifestyle, right? The only reason you want to make more money or have a promotion or get that job is because how you think you're going to feel when you're there because of the lifestyle that you hope that you wish to have. So here's the exercise. I want you to, again, close your eyes, feel relaxed, and just follow me in your mind with my words. We're going to visualize one day in your life. So imagine that you're just this is your perfect day. This is your perfect lifestyle. This is how you want to live your life. And let's think that you're waking up in the morning. And I want you to think about for a second, did the alarm went off or did you woke up by yourself? Is it dark outside or is it bright? What time is it? What, what, what time in your perfect lifestyle, what time would you wake up? Would you have an alarm or not? Think about what would you do right after waking up? Do you have a morning routine? How does your morning routine look like? What are you doing? Are you maybe exercising? Do you journal or have a gratitude practice? Or maybe you do some yoga or you meditate, whatever it is for you. What are you doing? And at what pace are you doing it? Do you feel that you're pressured and stressed by time? Or do you feel like you have all the time in the world to, to do your morning routine and really spend time with yourself? Imagine that you get showered and you dress up. What clothes did you pick? Are you dressing formal or informal? Are you wearing high heels or sneakers? Like what, what clothes would you be wearing? Would you be wearing makeup? How would you do your hair? How would you look? And now imagine that you're heading to work. Now, think about that for a minute. Where is that? Are you just going, walking to your office in your house or are you getting on the car and commuting to an office? If you are commuting, how long is your commute? What time do you get at the office? What do you do in your way to work? Are you maybe listening to an audiobook or a podcast or music or the news? Or maybe you're working from home. How does your office look like? How would your perfect office setup look like? Now you're, you're starting your day. How do you start your day? Do you start with a coffee? Do you start checking emails? Are you rushing to get to a meeting? How are you starting your day at work? 
Now let's think about the day, right? Is the morning, how does your morning look at work? Do you have a lot of meetings or are you working by yourself? Are you interacting with other people? Do you have meetings face-to-face -face, or are you using Zoom or Teams to meet with other people? Do you have breaks during the morning or are you booked solid back-to-back? -back? The morning goes by and it's lunchtime. What are you eating? Did you brought your food with you or are you cooking in your kitchen or are you going out to a restaurant to eat? Are you eating by yourself or are you eating with a friend, a colleague from work? Are you eating outside, inside? How long are you taking to eat? Are you taking a full hour for your lunch break or are you just chugging your food very quickly because you need to go back to work? Do you go on a walk after walk, after lunch? Or maybe ride your bike or run errands or just sit outside and enjoy a cup of coffee? Or do you go directly back to your office or your desk? How does your afternoon look? Is it heavy on meetings? Are you being creative? Are you working on strategic topics? Or maybe you're working with numbers or spreadsheets or presentations? Are you interacting with other people? Now it's time to go home or to call it a day. Maybe you're already home. What time is it? What do you do after work? Do you do the same every day? Do you meet with other people after work or do you just go home and get ready for the next day? What do you do in the evening? Are you feeling energized or are you feeling tired? Are you having fun? Did you have fun today? What time do you go to bed? Can you easily fall asleep or do you struggle? Okay, I know those were a lot of questions, but you can open your eyes if you had your eyes closed. I hope you did. And you were visualizing these things as I was asking these questions to you, but I only asked you questions. I didn't tell you what to see. I just asked questions and I hope that you saw in your mind the answers to, your, to those questions for yourself. How would your ideal lifestyle, how would your ideal day look like? This was another thing for me, right? I had a vision and that vision did not match with how my days were going. Um, and that's where I think that your career is more than your career. Your career is an integral part of the life that you're building for yourself. So maybe today's vision was a day years away from today. I think that 
you can do this visualization and think, how would you like your ideal day to look like by January 1st of 2023? When you start the new year, how would you like January 1st of 2023 to be? Or maybe not January 1st because it's a holiday, but whatever that first day at work is. And what can you do to get closer to that? What are some changes that you can make in your day-to-day that will help you experience your day closer to that vision that you just had? And that doesn't mean that you're going to quit your job and do something different. That might mean that you wake up a little bit later or a little bit earlier. That might mean that now you're packing your lunch or you're going out and inviting a friend, or that might mean that you're taking more breaks during the day, or then you're saying no to things that are draining your energy. So what are some things that you can do, right? So I wanna close with this reflection. And these are some questions, some provocative questions that I wanna leave you with to think about as you hit that reset on your career. Where do you wanna take your career in the next six months? What is one lifestyle change that you will make in the the next six months that will make your days look more like that ideal day that you just visualize? What do you need to change in the next six months of this year to gain more alignment with your values? Remember those professional values and personal values. What is one thing that you can change that will help you feel more aligned with those values? Maybe it's asking for a salary increase. Maybe it's taking a lateral move in the same company that you're today. Maybe is starting a side hustle. Maybe is working more days from home. I don't know. What, what is for you? And then my last question, how will you step outside of your comfort zone in the second part of the year? I feel that I know, I know this to be true. Growth only happens outside of your comfort zone. If you want to feel alive in your career, if you want to feel energized in your career, you need to do things that scare you. You need to take risks. You need to take chances. You need to step outside of your comfort zone. And I know it can be scary at first, but I guarantee you that you will find a sense of pride and fulfillment when you do that. And it will help you grow and become that person. Remember that we talked about that identity that we talked about earlier, but you need to step outside of your comfort zone. So what is something that you can do that is outside of your comfort zone? 